Hey, welcome to Pro Preacher, the podcast all about helping pastors preach better. My name is Brandon Hilgeman. I am the founder of ProPreacher.com, and I've been a pastor for a long time now. And this podcast is for you. The next major update of Logos Bible Software is finally here, Logos 10. And for the last few weeks, I have had the privilege of playing with Logos 10 before anybody knew that it was coming. I have been just, just bursting at the seams to tell everybody about it, but I was under an agreement to kind of keep it under the lid until the official launch today. So Logos is not paying me for this review, but they were kind enough to give me access before the general public. And I am also a Logos affiliate, meaning that you can use my link to get an exclusive discount to 15 to 30% off of Logos 10 when you upgrade or get it new as a new customer. So check out my link in the description. And a tiny portion of that sale goes to help support this ministry. So if you use that link, thank you very much for your help. But since Logos isn't paying me for any of this, these thoughts are entirely my own. In case you didn't know, Logos is the best Bible software on the planet. It is just packed with pro features that have made it the Bible study app of choice for pastors and seminary students and scholars for decades now. And sure, there, there are a lot of free Bible study tools on the internet, but there's really nothing that comes close to the power and the number of resources and professional features that Logos has. And I see a lot of pastors using other free Bible apps and it just kind of makes me sad because they're missing out on a, what a professional tool like Logos can do for them. And as a full-time pastor and a glutton for punishment who decided to go back to seminary and continue my education, I use Logos every single day. For personal devotional time, I have a reading plan in Logos that I follow to read the entire Bible through every single year. And while I'm reading, I'm highlighting verses and I'm taking notes on things that just stand out to me using the built-in notes feature. And when I want to dive deeper into something or I have a question about something I've read, it doesn't quite make sense or I'm not sure, I link up dozens of study Bibles and commentaries and things that I can use quickly to just dive into getting those answers that I'm looking for. And also working as a pastor, I help lead a good-sized church, and I use Logos daily for studying sermons and for classes that I'm teaching. And I began to use it more and more for writing sermons, even using the iPad app in preaching mode for my speaking notes sometimes. And Logos just helps me to quickly dive into the original languages, read commentaries, search cross-references, and a whole lot more. Also, since I'm now taking classes in seminary again to continue my education, I'm using Logos in my classes for research papers, for studying Hebrew right now, watching online courses to help supplement my education and help me out and studying more. And just, there's just a whole lot of other things I'm using it for all the time. And I'm not joking when I say that Logos is probably my most used app on my phone, my iPad, and my computer. And if you're in ministry, I think you're doing yourself a huge favor to invest in a professional tool like this as well. Now, it would take me all day to talk about everything that Logos does, but for now, I just wanna focus on a few of the things that are new in Logos 10. Well, the first thing that you're gonna notice in Logos 10 is the redesigned UI. All of the familiar buttons, your home button, library, search bar, and everything else is now in the left sidebar instead of the familiar top bar location. Now, I love the sidebar. 
It's more of a modern design, like where many apps are going nowadays. And it just kind of seems to put more of an emphasis on the text in front of you or the document that you're using. And my favorite part about it is the ability to collapse the sidebar down for a more minimalistic view when you just want to focus on what's in front of you and not everything else that's cluttering up your screen. It's a, it's a great feature. And logos can get overwhelming with all of the pro features and menus and the ability just to hit that tab and minimize all of it and just focus on the Bible or whatever resource that you are using. It keeps the app feeling far more clean and easy to use and navigate. Plus it takes up less screen real estate, which is always a plus, especially when working on a laptop with a smaller screen where space comes at a premium, like on my MacBook Air that I use. If you fear change and you want that horizontal layout back, you miss the old style, there's good news for you. You can easily just switch back in the settings to regain the traditional horizontal layout. So don't panic. If you don't like it, give the new layout a try, but you can switch back if you want, no big deal. Now, one of my chief complaints about Logos many years ago was just how bulky and slow the program was. The last few versions of Logos has really focused on optimizing performance and Logos 9 was even faster than 8 and now 10 is lightning fast, even faster than 9 was. And as I've been using it, everything just feels a lot faster and more snappy than the previous version. In fact, now Logos is so snappy that I don't even really think about the program being slow or taking too long to load. And that's what you want. The speed of the program is becoming so good that you don't even notice it. And it gets out of the way so that you can just get the work done without worrying about the app holding you back. And I don't have any specific benchmarks on performance improvements or anything like that, but Logos is claiming that it is somewhere around 10 to 40% faster depending on what kind of computer you're using. In addition, they also say that indexing is also faster by about 15% and takes up to 10% less disk space. So that's another really nice boost in performance there. We'll take it. Well done, Logos. Thanks for that. Now, depending on the speed of your computer, I am sure that you could open enough books and tabs to slow the program down. I'm sure it's possible. But so far, it has handled everything that I've thrown at it with ease. And it finally feels like Logos has come out of the dark ages of the bulky, slow applications of the past and joined that modern app era. And it just feels good. It feels right. If you are a Logos power user, you know that there are certain commands and keywords that you could type into that search bar for really powerful searches. Logos 10 now offers an even simpler range of commands that eliminates all the brackets and makes commands a lot easier to remember. So for example, when you wanted to find all the times that Jesus mentioned Moses in the past, you would have had to type something that looks like this. And now you can simply type this. So, little complicated, but it's better for power users and those who really wanna dive deeper into the power of search. Now, to be honest with you, I never use these complex commands, I don't, and so that's okay if you don't either. But if you do, it's a nice benefit to have. Now, if I wanna do a complex search, I just open the side menu bar and I look through the search template options for help. And what I'm more happy to see in the new search updates is that they've made search simpler. They've made it more intuitive in general. So if you type something in the search bar, you're gonna get auto complete suggestions. And that's more helpful for me and probably most Logos users. And you can powerfully search now your entire library of all your resources and artificial intelligences helps find the best references for what you're looking for. If you have the gold package or above, a very interesting feature that I'm gonna really need to test out more is that you can now add print books to your library to search them as well. Now, 
When you open the library window, there's a tab that says add to library and you can just search for books that you have in your personal library or if you're in seminary, you can even put books from your seminary library if you've got access to one and you can search for references in your physical books. And this is great for somebody who has been building up a library over many, many years and you don't wanna go completely digital. This is gonna help save you some time to be able to search right in your Logos app, find what you're looking for and then pull that book off the shelf and know what page to go to. Now also on the iPhone app, you can even scan the ISBN number of your book in the menu. Just click the print library ISBN scanner button, point the camera at the book that you wanna add and confirm the book when it pulls it up and done. Logos now knows that you own a physical copy of that book and can help refer you to it when you're searching for something. If you have the silver package or higher, you've got access to the Sermon Builder. And for me, this is one of the most exciting things that Logos has been doing over the years. Now, I've been very excited just to see how this feature continues to improve. And there's a few new things that they've added. For example, the Sermon Import. They added a new feature to import sermons, and this is very nice and highly needed. So glad this is here. You can now take a Word document and import it directly into the Sermon Builder. But what's even better is you can even take a bunch of documents and import them all at once. Now this is fantastic if you wanna archive all of your old sermons and move them over to Logos. Plus, it recognizes all the headings, all the scripture references, and it tags them all for you. So thank you, this is a great feature. This has saved me a lot of time from having to copy and paste each sermon that I write into Logos. And this feature is a huge time saver, especially for those of you with years of sermons that you'd like to archive. Now this one's cool. If you've ever been in the situation where you are almost done with a sermon, but you're looking for that one last just powerful quote to put the finishing touches on it, you're gonna love the new popular quotes tab in the right-hand sidebar. Clicking this tab brings up a search bar where you can type a topic that you're looking for and within seconds, Logos is gonna provide a whole bunch of quotes for you. Now that's really handy when you are pressed for time, but I'm gonna warn you not to overuse it and become lazy in your study, but very helpful feature. For example, uh, I taught a class in my church last week all about what the Bible says about hell. So if I was looking for a quote about hell, I could just pop open the quotes tab, type in hell, hit search, and I'm gonna get a bunch of results from notable people like William Shakespeare, John Chrysostom, A.W. Tozer, and a whole lot more. But maybe I remember vaguely that C.S. Lewis had some fascinating things to say about hell. So I simply type into my search bar, I add the word Lewis to my search, and bam, I now have a whole bunch of C.S. Lewis quotes about hell from the screw tape letters and the great divorce. And as soon as you find that right quote, you simply just click on it and drag it where you want it in your sermon and boom, you now have a quote and it even makes a slide for that quote ready for you to go. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome feature right there, isn't it? All this being said, the Sermon Builder still isn't quite perfect. I, I was hoping for even bigger advances, I'm not gonna lie, maybe my hopes were too high. I've got two really, two, two complaints that I need to just get off my chest, okay? Uh, first of all, the sermon slide editing is getting better, but it's still kind of clunky and a little bit limited in what you can do. Now, I would, I would love to edit all of my slides in the Sermon Builder and just be done with it, but it's getting better. 
but still it, it just needs some work. It, it would be nice to be able to create templates and save them as a default or to search the template library that they give you more easily. I mean, there's just this huge template library of a whole bunch of things that you can look through. But as far as I can tell, all you can do is just scroll and scroll and scroll until you find something that's useful for you. And maybe some of this exists already and I'm just missing it somewhere. But if that's the case, then it's not intuitive enough for an average person like me to figure out. So the slide editing is functional, but could be just so much better and would just save me and many other pastors a whole lot of time. Second, I wish there was a way to add citations or footnotes in the text. Now, I know nobody really cares about citations when I'm preaching and I, you don't just sit there and list, well, this was from this page in this book. Uh, but I keep records of all my sermons and I want to be able to track the sources that I use. Why? Well, someday I might publish something that I wrote and sometimes people in my church will ask me for a manuscript of my sermon and I don't want to plagiarize when I borrow from other sources. I want to give proper credit. And right now, lack of citations is just about the only missing feature that's really keeping me from using the Sermon Builder exclusively for all of my sermon writing right in the app. But since there's no way to save footnotes, I still find myself doing twice the work of writing my sermon in another program, importing them then into the Sermon Builder for slide creation and preaching mode. And when I import a Word document with footnotes to the Sermon Builder, the footnotes get lost. They just disappear. So... Logos, if you are listening, please add a citation or footnote feature for me. Pretty, pretty please. I would love that. That would be awesome. Thanks. Now, uh, before you hear this and you get too down about it, though, I really want to encourage you because they're constantly making updates to this app and they're listening to feedback. And I'm really encouraged by that. You see, I complained in the past that you couldn't edit a passage of scripture in the Sermon Builder if you only wanted, say, to quote half of the verse instead of the whole verse. And it wasn't long before they updated it. So I'm hopeful that they're going to continue to improve the Sermon Builder in future updates. And the progress they are making on the Sermon Builder alone makes Logos the best tool for pastors, for Bible studies, sermon writing, and sermon delivery. So nothing else comes close, really. And it keeps getting better. So I'm, I'm excited about where this is going, and I can't wait to see what improvements they continue to make. For users with a gold or above package, Logos 10 now offers translation of nearly any resource to over a hundred languages using machine learning. Now that's a really cool feature. I don't know if I'm going to use this one a whole lot, but it's really awesome for anybody who might need it. It requires an internet connection and it has a monthly limit due to the cost of the feature. Uh, but this would be incredibly helpful for missionaries or for anybody working in say a church or in a city context where they're seeking to minister to a growing immigrant population of people who speak different languages than they do. Could be a really cool way to get some material into another language for some people you're ministering. To. Now, I can only speak for the iPhone and iPad apps since I don't have an Android device, but the mobile apps have made some very nice improvements too that I want to mention, especially the iPad. Now, I'm not sure if they've made any performance improvements, but the apps do feel a little bit snappier to me. And one improvement is the tabs that are just better and they're easier to link to one another. It's easier to link resources and split tiles. And the best new feature that I'm excited about, it sounds silly, but it's the ability to link resources and designate some of those resources as follow only. 
So if they're set to follow only, you can scroll through a study Bible, for example, and not lose your place in your Bible because that won't follow the study Bible. The study Bible will only follow the Bible. So this is a huge help for me because it was obnoxious before when I would switch from some study Bible notes and as I'm scrolling, my Bible would scroll too and then I would have to switch back and I would leave, lose my place and I'd have to scroll all the way back up in my Bible to find my place again. And that problem is now resolved, yes. This is a good one for me. Now, when you single tap on a verse, it also pulls up a new menu that makes it easier to highlight and jump to further in-depth resources. And this is just nice when that's what you wanna do. But there have been a few times, I'm not gonna lie, where this new setup has kind of failed me a little bit. I'm tapping on the screen trying to access the menu or to scroll, and I accidentally tap a verse instead, and it just pulls up that verse and jumps to that verse. And so, it's a little complicated. I'm hoping they work out some of the bugs there. The user interface on this one could be improved. Now, another nice addition is that highlighting a word gives more options and quick access to powerful tools and also includes multiple words highlighted for studying the original language and more. That's pretty cool to do. The iPad also specifically has a bunch of new features. You can now draw on the screen. You can access the sermon manager to see all your sermons, which was previously only available on the desktop. And there are new layouts taking advantage of a larger iPad screen that allows up to six resources on the screen at once. If you're getting into some crazy studying, you can do that now. Now, the only disappointment I have right now is that you really still can't edit a sermon in the Sermon Builder on the iPhone app, although you can do that on the iPad. Now, you can read your sermons and you can use preaching mode to present from them from your phone, but you just still, you can't edit the text. And that just seems kind of funny to me since you can type notes in there, they have a, they have a text editor in the app for other things, just not for the sermon builder. But overall, the, the mobile apps have taken a positive step in the right direction. I'm excited where they're going. Overall, Logos 10 is definitely worth the upgrade for the better design, the more intuitive features, and the overall speed and performance improvements huge advantage there. Now, some of the new features like the sermon builder quotations, the translation options, those could be game changers for people who are taking advantage of them. But the overall improvements, they're just worth it for anybody who's serious about Bible study, preaching, or Bible teaching. No other Bible app competes. I mean, Logos 10 is in a league of its own and it keeps getting better and better. So if you're a pastor, if you're a preacher, if you're a Bible teacher, Logos 10 is one of the few apps that I would say are must have kind of apps. You're missing out if you don't use it. It's a professional tool for serious students of the Bible. So if you're new to Logos, you've never had it before and you wanna get it for the first time, use my link here for 15% off of Logos 10 right now. That's a great deal. Take advantage of that while you can. And if you're an existing Logos user and you want to upgrade, my link's gonna give you 30% off. That's a good deal right there. So take advantage of that while you can. I mean, just, just wrap your mind around this, okay? With one app that syncs across every single device from my phone to my iPad to my computer, I've got a library of thousands of books now, powerful Bible study and search tools, one place where I can write, plan, and store all of my sermons, one place where to help quickly create slides and sermon notes, and Included in that is an app designed specifically for preachers to preach from. Now that's incredible when you think about it. I mean, just that's just that's that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, what a time to be alive. We we have nothing to complain about, and it just keeps getting better. So check it out, Logos 10, great resource. Definitely, definitely recommend it. One of the must-have apps for people who are serious in ministry.
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope that you found it helpful. And for more information, more resources, and a whole bunch of tools and tips and training that I offer online, go to ProPreacher.com. Check it out, ProPreacher.com. I know that you'll enjoy what you see there. Again, thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. God bless. God bless.